Rise above, train hard, dream big. The RTD Podcast with Tam and Dez. Welcome back to another episode of Rise, Train, Dream with your hosts, Dez and Tam. And guess what? We're finally back together and it's been a while. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it feels good. We always have a great conversation together. And today we have an awesome topic. It's about what is holding you back in life. Um, Before we can decide what is holding us back, we need to know where it is we want to go. So finding where you want to go, beginning with the end in mind, is really important when it comes to goals. So this is something I don't think a lot of people do. And um, this kind of was a big realization for myself uh, when I was down in Arizona. One of the speakers, you know, he made us sit there and imagine what like our perfect life looked like. Like everything. How were you dressed? What were you, you know, driving? What kind of house did you like? Everything just made you imagine all of that. And I don't think any of us do this often enough. We might think like, oh yeah, I want this materialistic thing, or I want a better job, but we don't look at our life as a whole. Yeah, or a lot of times, too, people will dream too small. Like, you know, I just, I'd be happy if I... just have no dreams at all. Yeah, I'd be happy if I made, like, an extra thousand dollars, or if I had this car, or it's like, once you get it, you realize, like, maybe you could reach all of your goals, and the problem isn't that you're reaching your goals the problem is that you're reaching your goals and they're too small and you're losing out on so much potential because you haven't even manifested your actual potential i know like i put a poll on my instagram story probably a couple months ago now asking people if they set goals and the majority that won said no i'm like what yeah (laughs) like who doesn't set goals like even just like small things whether it's like you know don't eat that extra chocolate cookie like yeah I just I'm like that bullshit <laughs> I think the one thing that we can relate that to very well because we are both trainers mm-hmm. um, we can see that in other people like potential clients that want to reach their goals whether it's entering a competition or losing a little bit of weight or gaining muscle um, they know that they need a little bit of help they want to reach out and commit to getting that help and reaching their goals but there's something that stops them something every time like and we were just having this conversation because as trainers you know people approach us because they have some kind of whether it's fitness nutrition just health goal in general um and you know we meet with them we talk about history get to know them and then when it comes time to be like okay let's start it's like all of all of a sudden all these things come up the excuses oh man (laughs) so many excuses and that's what most of them are and they're usually the same excuses so for like a thousand different clients for a thousand different excuses there's like five that are like always reoccurring and the big one is security right so financial security right the big one yeah and i can definitely relate to this one um I just recently left my nine to five job and went into fitness full time. But I was at that nine to five, that same nine to five, seven years. Yeah. Constantly sitting there going, I fucking hate this. I don't want to be here. Like, don't get me wrong. I did love the job and I, but there was definitely days where I'm like, 
This is not where I want to be. It's not your dream job. No, right? it's, it's not, not your my dream. dream life. I wasn't always 100% committed. There was stuff I didn't like about it, but I kept that security thing. It was like, you know, it was paying the bills. It yeah. was, I was safe, right? Yeah. And I think that's a big one for people is we're just so stuck in that security that we're afraid like, oh no, well, I'm not going to have any money or I'm not good enough for this next job or whatever it is. Yeah. Or like relationship problems. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, well, like this isn't the best time to hire a trainer right now. I'm going through like a a breakup or, you know, I'm fighting with my family. Like things just aren't good. If you're waiting for the perfect moment. There's never going to be a perfect moment. No, never. (laughs) And drop that one. If you really want to reach your goals and you want to, step out into like a new life you're gonna have to do something different because the same choices and the same patterns aren't gonna get you anywhere so feel a little bit of the uncomfortable and step into it Mm -hmm. just be brave enough to do something that is outside of your comfort zone yeah and I think kind of another excuse that comes up a lot is always you know money oh yeah And I'm the biggest one for this one. Like, I was just saying to Tam, I'm like, that was my number one excuse. Anytime I wanted to do something or invest in myself, it was like, oh, I don't have the money. Which was absolute BS. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like, I just, I was saying, I just invested thousands of dollars, you know, into a mentor because I've, you know, seen the light and seen how being in this community, like, how it's going to help me level up. So clearly I had the money sitting there because thousands of dollars that I forked over. Another thing that's dangerous with the whole money scarcity thing is the affirmations that you give yourself when you say that you don't have enough or you can't afford it. Uh, What you're doing is you're just um, like establishing that you don't have the money and you can't afford it and that's going to be something that carries on into your future and then before you know it like you don't have the money and you can't afford it because you manifested it with a scarcity mindset low battery Uh, so that's another thing that is definitely holding people back is just like lack living in lack or I don't have enough time. Time is another big one. You're never going to have enough time. Yeah. So that is my excuse. Um, Des was the money. And for me, it's time. It's like, I I don't have time in the day. Like I barely have any extra time to like breathe or read a book. Like 10 pages of a book seems like a huge ordeal sometimes or 10 minutes of meditation. I'm like, man, where am I going to find the time to do that? (laughs) But I waste a lot of time also. So um, just leveling up and looking at where I can make some sacrifices to become a little bit better each day is definitely something to have a look at. And that's where a trainer can help too, because having somebody hold you accountable and somebody checking in and somebody giving you reminders is worth its weight in gold. Um, It's really hard to create new habits. Habit, uh, Habit forming, it takes like 21 days to create a new habit sometimes. And if you are just relying on yourself to create a new habit, it's really easy to like get four or five days into it and then fall off and then never start again. Oh yeah. So it's like, you got to fail 10 times before it actually starts getting into momentum. Well, and what I feel is like, this is a really hard thing to do. It is hard to call yourself on your own BS. Yeah. Right? Like none of us want to sit there and be like, oh, I'm lying to myself. Right? 
Whereas if you surround yourself with the right people, like even if you go to a trainer, right? Like if you come see me in town, we're probably going to sit there and be like, but is that really? Yes. Is that really what yeah. the problem is here? <laughs> I have been really good at self-auditing lately because I have a trainer and I know my trainer is going to go through my stuff and be like, well, you didn't post this or you didn't do that or you didn't follow up with this or you didn't message these people and he's going to ask <laughs> me why and I ask myself, like, what am I going to say? And every single thing that I have to say in my head is an excuse and I know it. I'm like, that's an excuse. That's an excuse. And I know it and I'm holding myself accountable because I've asked somebody else to hold me accountable. Exactly. And I think something that I actually just recently started doing was like assessing myself on a weekly basis, right? Like, did I do as much as I could have done? No. Did I this week? Yeah, you know what? I actually crushed that week. Like, right on. And obviously, things are going to fluctuate. Like, things come up in life. But we can't keep using that as an excuse. Yeah. um, Another thing I've been doing lately is setting a journal, like a goal journal. So for the month, I'll be like, okay, halfway through the month, I would like to have this accomplished. Um, And that really does help as far as, you know, getting Mm -hmm. out of comfort zones and pushing yourself a little bit further. And then another thing that holds people back, I find, like as far as fitness, if we're going to relate it to fitness, is fear. Oh, that's a big one. If any, you know what, anything, I think that can relate to anything, it's fear. Like whether, let's take a relationship for example, like say you are not happy in your marriage or your relationship, you're afraid to leave because you don't think you can find someone else. Yeah, something like to be that, lonely. Or... Right? Like so you're, you don't leave because you're afraid that there's nothing else out there with fitness maybe you're just afraid that you won't be able to eat properly or actually do the work you're gonna have to give up your weekends yeah yeah or your wine or um just you know it's going to be uncomfortable like you're setting yourself up for a period of time where it's uncomfortable because you've never been there before oh exactly yeah fear is a big one like what's the saying fear kills more dreams than failure ever will yeah and it's so true like so many people never get to the level of um like i don't know what the word is they never get to the level that they can their potential potential that's the word i was looking for thank you (laughs) um because they just live in fear yeah yeah and the thing is like with fear security comfort zones it's all the same thing actually it's all lack like you're living in scarcity mindset or lack and this there's a saying too it says the way you do anything is the way you do everything so if you're afraid that you're not going to make enough money or you're afraid that your um your living situation is going to be like less of a good quality or whatever it is it's just that's going to transfer into other areas of your life too. So your financial, your time management, your happiness levels at work, everything. So, um, yeah, the objection thing, like as far as hiring a trainer or making some big improvements in your life, I think like the biggest thing that holds most people back is themselves and their self-limiting beliefs. Oh, absolutely. You got to get out of your own way. Yeah. Like I, I see this all the time in the mentorship that I'm in. Like there's a lot of you know newer people just kind of starting their journey and you know they and I hate this I personally hate this word 
they always use the word imposter syndrome. Mm. Like you feel like an imposter in the space that you're in. Um, but you know, they're just in their own way. It's like, okay, you haven't even tried. So how do you know that nobody wants to hear what you have to say basically, right? Yeah. Like yeah. even doing lives or recording podcasts. Like when we started the podcast, like, like, I don't know who, who knows us, right? Yeah. Who actually wants to listen to what we're saying, yeah. right? But we didn't let that hold us back. Like, sure, we kind of bullshitted for a while and we're like, eh, I don't know. But then we, you know, stepped out of the comfort zone and went, okay, like, no, let's do it. Yeah, it was a little bit uncomfortable for sure. Like, what are people going to say? Fear. It was a fear yeah. of things uh, for sure. And you just really got to get out of your own way because you're never going to know if you don't try. Yeah. And then another major objection that we have as trainers is the whole spouse objection or the partner objection. Like, oh, my boyfriend, you know, like it's then like the spouse's limiting beliefs that they're putting on you. Like we can't afford it or you don't have the time or whatever it is. Um, just not a supportive partner. Well, to be perfectly honest, I'd say most partners are going to be supportive and if they aren't, I'm going to tell you right now, you're probably not in the right relationship. <laughs> Good <laughs> if, tip. If, yeah. they're, if they're not supportive of you, like, especially if it's something to better yourself, run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Because that's gonna that is gonna hold you back for the rest of your life. I can tell you that much. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's gonna be an energy drainer. Like, how are you supposed to step into your own personal power if the one person that is supposed to have your back and not support you, you is just not on your team? So exactly. Yeah. So that's that's definitely one that if it's not an excuse, mm. bye. <laughs> yeah. And then another thing too is like, how are you supposed to live to your full potential? if like your supports your support system and your friend circle are just holding you back that is another reason why you should be reaching outside of your social circle and outside that, of your comfort zone and hiring somebody i don't think we even talked about that one but um your social circle and the people you surround yourself with i think we talk about this a lot actually yeah. like i feel like i'm like repeating myself with this one but it is so crucial because i see people do it all the time like I don't care. And it's a hard one to learn, but it doesn't matter if that person has been your best friend since day one, like in diapers, if they're not supporting you and helping you grow, you need to cut them out. Yeah. And like, that's just the sad reality that some people, you call it like crabs in a bucket. Yeah. Right. Is the people you surround yourself with are either going to elevate you or drown you. Yeah. And if you don't change your circle and you want something better, it's like, it's just reality. Yeah. But before we can like approach any of these things that's holding you back, you have to know what it is you want. So that is something that a lot of people struggle with is like, I'll ask people about goals all the time. Like, what are your goals? And they're just vague all the time. Very Mm -hmm. vague. So there's one quote that really helped me focus on my goals and starting from the end in mind like what I want my whole life to look like and it was this one it's they say you die two times the first time is the time that you die like you actually die and the second time you die is the last time somebody mentions your name so what do you want to be mentioned for what do you want people to remember you for and what do you want your legacy to be 
Once you can figure that out, you can start with the end in mind and then start making choices that align with what your vision is. And I think sometimes people get off put by the word legacy because not everybody wants to be remembered as like some grand hero or anything, right? So, but when we say legacy, like that could be anything like you want to be remembered for being an amazing mom. Yeah. Right? Like legacy doesn't have to mean you know being a superstar (laughs) no or even like being an amazing grandma but in order to be an amazing grandma you have to live that long and if you're compromising your health by unhealthy choices or lifestyle habits then you're not going to be able to be an amazing grandma because you're not going to be able to live that long and how do you know that's what you want if you never think about it so and basically what i tell or i want to challenge people to do is sit down and just even 10 what are 10 things you want in your life? It could be materialistic. Like it could be, I want a boat, like whatever, you know, um, but 10 things and make sure you got a bit of a variety, like make sure it's not all materialistic, but like, how do you want your health to look? You know, what do you want your body to look like? What do you want your relationships to look like your career? And like, just write down 10 solid things. Yeah. And the one thing that I find is super overlooked, and this has been like very apparent to me over the last month, is because I've been spending a lot of time in the hospital, is the first wealth is health, and it's often overlooked. Like people don't think about it until it's too late or they're in a dire situation where they're like, oh, I wish I had taken better care of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't overlook the potential for what could happen if you don't make any changes in your life. Like we do talk about, let's make change, let's make a positive impact, let's be better. But think about the consequences that you could have if you just stayed the same and didn't make any changes. What would that look like for you? Exactly. That's another thing I like to talk about too, as far as nutrition. Like somebody will come to me and say, you know, over the last five years, I put on 50 pounds and I've been trying to drop the weight and, and it's not working. Um, And one thing I ask them is like, are you sure in five years from now that 50 pounds isn't going to turn into 100 pounds? Because if you don't do anything to change your life, nothing's going to change. You're just going to keep going in that same direction. Like momentum works both ways. It works in a positive Mm -hmm. way and it works in a negative way. And I would hate for you to get 10 years down the road. Now that 50 pounds has turned into 100 and you have a long list of health complications that you may never recover from because you never took action in the first place. Well, and that's the thing. Like some people, the problem's not bad enough yet. Yeah. Right? Like, and again, it can come down to anything. It doesn't just have to be fitness, but we think like, oh, I only put on 20 pounds, right? Like it's not terrible yet, but then like Tam said, all of a sudden that 20 pounds is 40 pounds. Well, now it's starting to become an issue. Yeah. And you've been trying to lose that 40 pounds for the last six months and now it's 45 pounds and you need help and you call for help. You ask for help. You're right there. And something's holding you back. back. (laughs) You have my spouse isn't supportive. (laughs) I don't have the money. I don't have the time, but here's the thing. The time's going to pass anyway. The money's going to come and go anyway. Like money is energy. Oh yeah. If you're if you're living in a lack mindset, you're not ever going to have money. No. So exactly. You have to like it's be all pre rich in your head. It is literally all excuses cuz let's be honest. Unless you're going through a really really rough time in life, 
it is very rare that you're going to have zero dollars in your bank account. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously stuff happens, people go into debt, but it is very rare you're going to have absolutely zero dollars sitting in your bank account. And a lot of the times, your bank account is a reflection of your mindset. Totally. So, if you are at zero dollars and you don't have the money to make an investment, that's your first clue that you need to make the time and the money to make that investment. And the thing is, is like, so say maybe you do live paycheck to paycheck, so you you technically don't have the money. Okay, well, then you need to look at yourself and be like, I want this help. How can I make it work? Okay, do you go to Starbucks every single morning and spend $30 a week on coffee? Well, yeah, we should try cutting that down, right? You got to look at yourself because you are your own enemy. Yeah, basically. Same as the limiting beliefs. You got to get out of your own way because the only reason any of these excuses are coming up is because of you. Everything is your fault. (laughs) Yeah, I say that to my kid all the time. Hey, Taz, if you're listening, everything's your fault. (laughs) But it's true. Everything's my fault, too. I take full responsibility for everything in my life. Well, and you have to. There's nobody else you can blame. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. If you're always going to play the victim, you're always going to... You're always going to be on the downhill of everything. Yeah. So I challenge you, the next time you feel uncomfortable or the next time you have these feelings of lack of support from your spouse or lack of money or security problems, lean into that bit of uncomfortable and just go for it anyway. Push through it and see what happens. I challenge you to challenge the universe. And ask yourself why. Why are you giving that excuse? Yeah. Like if you, if that excuse comes out of your mouth, sit there and... Think about it, like, why am I giving that excuse? Yeah, like, the next time you have an idea of, like, oh, I don't know if my spouse is going to be supportive, there's one way to find out. Try it, see what happens, and then that reaction will tell you a lot of what you need to know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that was a pretty good rant, uh, banter between the two of us, back in action and getting ready and back on the podcast. Yeah, you'll see more of us. So thanks for tuning in to RTD, and we will catch you next time. If you found this episode helpful, please share it to your social media accounts and tag us. Or if you'd like more information on some of the programs that we offer, find us on Instagram, DHPT Muscle and Strength, and Train with Tam. Catch you later.